Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Rob, I wanted to play a little bit of a game. Do you have any music that might suit? Uh, oh, of, game show. Yeah. Oh, no, I know we've got game show music. Hang on. Oh, here we go. What do we like? What do we like? Hang on, what are we on here? Oh, turn that go. down a little bit. <laughs> so, I went to McDonald's yesterday, and look, you know how there's uh, Monopoly at the moment. Oh, you pull those little things off. Yeah, but I feel like I've got to register for something every time. Like you can't win. Can, can you, you win instantly? It, no, you have to do it on the app. You can win instantly, and this is where this is going. So I got a, an instant win, a Big Mac or a McChicken. This doesn't sound like a winch. Do you need to be on the couch for this? Yep. Okay. And the guessing game is, how much do you think a McChicken costs these days? If you'll just have it. Oh, okay. I see. This is where the game music comes in. Yeah. McChicken. Yep. So, you oh, know, just some chicken mayo I and remember, lettuce. I remember you used to be able to get cheeseburgers for two bucks. Mm. And that was washed away when they went up to $4.90 or something stupid like that. McChicken, yep. I don't McChicken know, six itself. bucks, seven bucks. Really? Yep. Higher or lower? Uh, higher. Eight bucks. Yes. Eight bucks. Eight bucks for a McChicken, which, look, I don't know if that sounds expensive, but to me, when I saw eight bucks come up, I'm like, how, how are McChickens eight dollars? Eight bucks is too much for a McChicken. Come on. They're not, what a look at them. But that's the thing also. I, um. Hey, hang on, Zach. If you go to a burger shop, how much yes. do you pay for a burger? It's like 15 Way to 20 more. bucks. Yes. Isn't it really? Yeah. Yes. Gerard wouldn't pay that. No. Remember when we got a bacon egg roll <laughs> and he said, there's no way I'm having that. And it wasn't because he didn't want one. It's just he refused to pay $16. For bacon and eggs on a roll. I'm not paying 15 bucks. Yeah. I had tomato and lettuce. You, mate, it looked good. It was really good. You were sitting there you eating might have it. even had a hash brown on it. It did. It yeah. did. <laughs> and anyway. so, look, I didn't even pay for it because I want it for free, this McChicken that we're talking about. But- it, when eight bucks popped up, it sounded very expensive to me. And I thought, when are they? I just didn't realize they'd gone up that much. I don't know if I'm sounding like I'm old here. I'm Mate, heck, well, you can't remember when they were. How can you think it's gone up much? Because you're only 12. And <laughs> Mate, come no, on. I'm 29. <laughs> okay, sorry. 29. Well, the drive through do get you. I go there and when you got the app, and I've always, I got the app just because I thought I'd get a deal. Yep. And then you get there and you speak into the into the little speaker box. <laughs> yeah. And the, the person living in the speaker box comes back to you and says, I'm sorry, sir, that's only for in-app purchase. Yes. I go, well, how do I do with that? And then you've got three cars behind you and you you're trying to work out yeah. how to do an in-app purchase. <laughs> yeah. And you're pressured into doing full whack that yeah. you thought you were going to get two for the price of one, but you end up having double whack because you can't use the app in the drive That happened to me. I went down uh, a few cars behind me, ordered two McFlurries. They said, uh, ice cream machine's broken. And I said, mate, um, there's two cars behind. I can't go anywhere now. He's like, just, just, just come through. Oh, now. no. So you're in a queue of seven cars. Yes. All you want is some McFlurry. Yeah, and the ice cream machine's broken. And you like can't always. get there. Yeah. Oh, you poor bugger. But after this, you can give us a call if you want. One triple three five three. Have you ever made a boo-boo at the drive-thru? Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Yeah, I was talking to you before about Macca's drive-thru, right? And uh, oh, sometimes they are they... really good at... Why sometimes they sometimes they're really good at you You're over at the drive through. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And you reminded me this morning. Uh, it, it reminded you of something that you've seen. before. Oh yeah, there was this little incident. Don't ever go up to the drive through, okay? Always walk up to the counter. You know why? Okay, okay, okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay, they. Do with the drive through, okay? They <laughs> do with the drive through. They Leo. know you're not going to turn around and go back, so they don't care. That's oh. it, Leo. Joe that Pesci. was what was <laughs> lethal, lethal weapon. Yeah. Um, but they do. 
you at the drive-through. When yeah. does it happen to you? One triple three five three. Zachy went to get a McFlurry and they were out of McFlurry, but he was already in a queue of seventeen cars. So just <laughs> I had can't to sit there. Out. I have to drive through past <laughs> the windows, right. look at them. That's right. Or you get that little scrumpled up receipt that you've kept for seventeen weeks because when you went through, they didn't have your Big Mac. They gave you someone else's cheeseburger order, and you yeah, just exactly. didn't feel like turning around and queuing up again. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. The Red Hot Summer Tour. Yes. Oh, it's back in 2024, Saturday, February 3 at Rocha State in the Hunter Valley. Um, but you can't just ring us and say, hi, I want tickets. You need to have a story. We have got Rod from Gorican. G'day, Rod. Hey, how you going, guys? All right, Good, mate. mate. What are your thoughts? Mate, uh, I've got a cracker with uh, Jimmy Barnes. I uh, used to work with the pub group in Sydney. We took over a new bar in Paddington. Anyway, for the first couple of days, our uh, MX accreditation hadn't come through, so we right. couldn't take any payments. The boys in the bottle shop give me a call and uh, say this bloke with a full-length leather jacket and blonde hair is grabbing every top-shelf bottle of uh, grog we got in the joint. <laughs> right. So I've gone, well, I better go out and have a look at this. That's no good. And as I'm standing at the till, all this grog's come across, about a 1000 bucks worth at the time, and um, this nice little platinum MX card comes shuffling across the counter. Anyway, as I look up, I'm looking straight at Jimmy Barnes, and I'm going, oh, here we go. Oh. Anyway, it just happened to be uh, when he was going through his uh, blonde hair phase yeah. and about six months before their first cold chittle reunion. Oh, everyone has a blonde hair phase. Everyone, yeah. they, everyone has a blonde hair phase. And you forget about it eventually, but there you have it. My daughter's having one at the moment. That I, is, I had one. That is incredible. So you, oh, my You denied God. The, the one and only Jimmy Barnes of Grog. That's essentially what you did. Well, uh, actually, it went a little bit further than that. He, uh, he goes, oh, I might be able to pay with it with my visa, but I'll give it a bit of a hammering today. <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking the uh, cold chisel reunion's coming up. I'm going to get free tickets here. So <laughs> I'm I'm praying that the the card doesn't work because I'm, I'm going to let him have the grog and, and say, <laughs> mate, you know, you come back with the money and, uh, and some tickets and we're all square. But uh, unfortunately, his visa covered it. What a story. Oh, what a story. Oh, mate, but you didn't get the tickets. But you know what? We're going to give you tickets to this. We, we do not need another story. There's no topping that, mate. You are going to the Red Hot Summer Tour. Jimmy Barnes, Living End. Oh, Jimmy Barnes, you and he can catch up and share stories, I'll bet. <laughs> Birds of Tokyo, Pete Murray, Casey Chambers. You are there, Rod. Well done, matey. Bloody cracker, boys. Awesome. Not a problem, Rod. You enjoy it, mate. As Rob said, you might be able to catch up with your mate Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) Annie and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Um, Look, we do have the pleasure at the moment of being able to talk to Dr. Dr. Alice Howe, the Director of Environment and Planning for the Central Coast Council, about uh, community involvement and a coast community strategic plan. Welcome to the show, Dr. Howe. Yay! Good morning, I feel relatively welcome. As thank, you should. Thank you, Dr. Alice Howe. Now, look, we've still, still got the, the winning machine going on in the background. Now, the public are an essential cog in the wheel of what council does. What are your uh, thoughts on the moment, at the moment, on what the public need to do to get involved? 
So we're getting ready for the return of the elected council next year. One of the key things that the council needs to do is set the strategic direction for the Central Coast uh, for the next 10 years uh, and also to provide some direction around land use planning over 20 years. So uh, it's been six years since we asked our community, you know, what's important to them? What do they love about living on the coast? What do they think that we can all do better to achieve uh, our vision for the, the region? Yeah. So uh, this is the first start of that process and we're really encouraging people to get involved. When you say strategic plan, like if you ask me, oh, what what do you fancy your strategic plan for the coast being? Someone might just say, oh, I want free parking at the beach. Is this, is there something, is there a target you can give people to say this is what we're thinking of or do they just need to come up with an idea? Well, what we're providing is they jump onto the Your Voice Our Coast website, look up um, community strategic plan. There's a survey uh, and it really says, this is what you said last time. So there was a whole lot of priorities that people had in 2017 around local employment, around protecting the environment, providing opportunities for our young people. Parking was in there. Yep. So we're really asking, are they still relevant? Is there something else that's important now, given that, you know, that's a while ago and, and the world's changed and, and also the Central Coast has changed in terms of back then we were newly amalgamated as a council and, you know, we're a bit more established now and looking at how we work together with the community uh, as we move forward over the next 10, 20 years. Yeah, and I know time is of the essence with these sort of things. When's the cutoff date for it? So it's open at the moment and it closes on the 16th of this month. So um, people, if I've got a minute this morning, jump on and a short survey uh, won't take much time and we would really value that input. Yeah, it is. It sounds really, great. I mean, it, this sort of stuff really shapes. It does. Like you know, it, the, the people shape the, the the place that you live, and you know, it makes sense for people to get involved and do these sort of things. So Monday, October sixteenth, at close, and, and so it's just your voice, your uh, your, vo- voice, your voice, our, our coast. coast. That's it. Perfect. All right, Thanks hey so Doctor Howe, thank you very much for your time this morning. Pleasure. Enjoy the day. Patty and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Yes, it's Wednesday, the day that, yes, yeah, sort of far, a bit far from the front and a bit far from the end, and it's kind of a slog, really, but someone's got to do it. So <laughs> that is it, true. Here we are, having a go to make it as fun as, oh, look, would you, I don't believe what I'm seeing. You're joking. We've been without Paddy Gerard all morning because he called in sick, what, yesterday, and then again and then yesterday today. said, I'm not coming today, but approaching this, oh, he doesn't look too, come on in, Paddy, come on in. Come on in. Mate, you look awful. Oh, hang on. I've got to stop the Superman theme. I thought you were I thought you were looking good, mate. You look awful. When 900 years old, you reach, look as good. You are not. <laughs> Sorry. No, oh, you're he right. He sounds a bit rough, doesn't Who's he? Who's that with you? Is that the doc- doctor? Surely you cannot be serious about letting him come to work. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Okay. That doctor sounds a lot like <laughs> so, someone I know. That is so bad. Oh, oh Paddy. looks terrible. Mate, I'll give you, for coming, just for trying to come to work, I'm going to give you 10 out of, oh, actually, I'll say 100 out of 100. <laughs> yeah. so, That's mate, getting to play again, isn't it? That is right. Go home, get back into bed. <laughs> Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Anyway, Robert, I did want to talk to you about something. Yes, uh, mate. Yesterday we spoke about technology, right? You know, phones, whatnot, all that. But... Technology for me has come a long way in regards to toothbrushes. Oh, really? Now, bear with me. I bought a new toothbrush the other day. It's an electric toothbrush, right? It's fancy. $170 I spent on this toothbrush, right? And don't scout. Don't... Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's yes. a brush for your teeth, mate. Yeah, yeah. And... What do you think? $170. It's got six different modes, okay? They stopped, six. They stopped issuing brains in 20. <laughs> when were you born? 94, mate. 94. Okay, right. 
I like how you started with 20. <laughs> how old do you think I am? I don't know. I don't know. To be buying an $180 toothbrush. Yeah. Tell uh, me more. Yeah. It comes with an app. Oh, don't. The app tells you, when you're brushing your teeth, it tells you how much coverage you've made on your teeth. And don't. it tells you when you're done. And it's when dumb. You're... No, it's not. <laughs> it's good. And that's, I got what your, that's what your tongue's for. <laughs> uh, it's clean. Uh, it's I get clean. this little notification that says, good job, full coverage. Go on. <laughs> Oh, hang on. Hang on, where's my camera? It's smile for me. Going, yeah. It's not working. <laughs> not, okay. You got the, is the camera not working? No, I okay. don't know. That's the camera's fine. not working, but you t- the but, toothbrush isn't working. <laughs> oh, the toothbrush isn't <laughs> working. I also bought uh, a water pick. Have you heard of them? Uh, it flosses your teeth with water, like high-pressure water. What'd you, pay, what'd you pay for that? 70 bucks. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> They're paying me too much here at Triple M. Can somebody they? please help Zach out? One triple three five three. You've got a better solution. That's two. You've spent two hundred and fifty dollars yeah, on tooth bucks. cleaning equipment. Yep. Two hundred thirty. Yep. Tooth cleaning equipment. Yeah. That's madness. Madness. <laughs> I think it's a smart idea. <laughs> Patty and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Good morning, Zach. Good morning, Robert. What do you got for us? Well, mate, I want to uh, just ask you a couple of questions around animal noises. Okay, oh, yeah. okay. Um, I like this. So, is this a game? Yeah, it's a little bit of a game. Um, yeah. What animal is this? Yes, what animal is this? Now, Robert, I've got some. Uh, I've loaded up some uh, noises here for you. Okay. Okay. So, I'll just pull down the game show music yeah, so we can hear the animals. Yeah, that's fine. So just play the first one for right me. Right then. Pretty easy, oh, right? Come on, give me a challenge. That's an elephant. Yeah. Okay. I've got another one for you. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, you know what? You start with tiger, don't you? But then you go, that's obviously that's obviously a lion. Yes, correct. That's okay. a lion. Gotcha. Now, this is the third one, right? Now, right. I've labelled it when so When is you, this going to get hard? I've labelled it so you can't un- don't know what it is, right? Right, okay. So play this one for me. <laughs> Have you been around at Paddy Gerard's place? Correct. And recorded him sleeping? <laughs> no, what, what do you reckon that might be? Any ideas? There's... No. No, no ideas? No, um, oh, it sounds big. It does, yeah. It does sound big. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> no, if it's not Paddy Gerard, I'm, I'm lost. It's a koala. Get off it. That is literally a koala. That yeah, is pe- not. Yeah, people What's are What's it doing? Is that a koala what? It's, Sleeping? It, it's a koala grunt, it's called. It's to attract a female partner. Is that when the koalas... Yeah. He's attracting a female partner. It's, it's a, Supposedly, it's attractive to female koalas. Yeah. I don't know how. But <laughs> that is their noise that they make that when they want to attract a female uh, partner. So that is interesting. Um, now, look, Rob... That's that's all from me. What have you got for us? Oh, yeah, of course I've got something to do. You have to do something. Um, there's a restaurant in Oakland, California. They've mm. noticed while loads of people love the idea of bottomless brunch, some brunch, bottomless brunch, yes. some cannot handle the reality of what they're getting themselves involved in. Right. You can get bottomless mimosas at this joint for 60 minutes. Well, 60, geez. Bot- <laughs> now, you get a few people having a go, when, wouldn't When they? it's one charge and they're giving you as much mimosa as you can handle, there would be people just going to town. Especially but, in a time limit. <laughs> people yeah. are like, all right, that's a challenge. The restaurant owners have noticed a problem, though. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lo and behold. So they put up a sign to minimise it, and they've said, Dear all mimosa lovers, please drink responsibly and know your limits. That's probably not going to be enough. No. 
A $50 cleaning fee will automatically in- be included in your tab if you throw up in our public areas. <laughs> Thank you for understanding. How many times do you reckon people have vomited for them to put that up? Mate, for them to be doing that, it's a lot. But I tell you what, if you, I mean, just to avoid the public, a toilet is a private area, isn't it? So, yeah, it is. Jeez, I mean. Th- <laughs> Who's going to the bathroom there? I reckon they're making bank off that. 50 bucks a pop. Patty and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Good times on the greatest hits, 107.7, Triple M, breakfast with Paddy and Rob Palmer. Paddy's away. That song goes out to Paddy. We wish him well. We just want to wish you well. We do. Um, That is true. We have worked out what Paddy sounds like when he's getting in the mood, though. That's got to be him. That is an actual (laughs) fact of koala for anyone that missed it earlier. Those koalas know how to have a good time. Um, Mate, I've got to ask you, I was with my son. How old were you when you realized that red wine could taste better than like something? There was a difference between one and another. I'm still not there. You're still not there. I don't even drink red wine. I'm 29 and I don't like red wine. And look, I don't know what it is about it. I just, I can't get around the flavor. I don't know. And they all, still to me, they all taste the same. Still. Maybe day. it's because you're still drinking it out of foil bags. Yeah, I swing I it I don't know, because you can, you can really have a nice one. Mum and Dad, I went round to their place for dinner. Yeah. They opened a bottle of wine, because I had not been for dinner. I was with my son, Griff, who's 18, and my daughter, Greta. Mm-hmm. She's nine. And we sat down for dinner. Dad goes, get down to the cellar. We're going to get something good out. I was like, oh, yeah, all right, because Dad's got this wine cellar. And when he goes there, you know that something's coming out that you need to blow the dust off. I was going to say, your dad has a cellar. That's quite cool. Well, I mean, we call it a cellar. Just a little room. <laughs> like a little wine. space where he keeps his wine. <laughs> <laughs> but it's called the cellar. Um, anyway, so he went down and we got this wine out. It was 2004. Like, it's now 2023. This thing's 19 years old. It's older than our eldest child, Griff. I yeah. I know. And it had a cork. It was tough getting that cork out too. A 19-year-old cork. That's, you don't want to ruin that, do you? Oh, dad was real gentle. He's got his little corkscrew, the old school. He's got it on the pen knife and he's just prizing it out nice and gently. And we're all watching, and then Griff, we get a glass, tiny bit of cork in it, but that's all right. Oh, well. And Griff's looking at it going, oh, yeah, whatever. And he's almost slugged half a glass in one <laughs> gulp. And I've just looked at him and said, mate, <clears throat> do you want to appreciate that? He enjoy goes, that a bit? Oh, it just tastes like wine. I said, oh, mate, please. Anyway, so this thing, it was beautiful. It had all these gorgeous flavors. It was yeah. nice on your mouth. It hung around in there for a long time. And he just sort of tasted, he has, oh, it's no different to all the wine. All the wine. I would have the same reaction uh, because wine to me, red wine is the same. White wine tastes the same. It all tastes the same to me. I don't know what you would pay for this bottle on the street, but I'm sure it would be a lot. And an 18-year-old drinking it like it was cordial and just going, well, yeah, whatever. I mean, 2004. Do not waste your good wine on your kids. Paddy and Rob Palmer. The podcast. When we had, well, we had four days, because the public holiday last Monday, then you had four days, plus you had the weekends, two weekends. I always had the weekends. When you're having a break, you always have to. Big 10. Yeah, yeah. So it was, um, it was nine. Oh, well, nine days. <laughs> Don't like 10. Nine days, yeah. Um, it did feel like 10. But on Saturday, the 30th of September, I went. <laughs> You've written this, a date down. Yep. This is the day. I went in and I bought two and a half kilos of Yates lawn fertilizer. Oh, no. Yeah, a bag of lawn fertilizer. Because you've got that dark spot where nothing yeah, grows. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I tried to fix it last year, and it's all just turned to sort of concrete. <laughs> <laughs> so you just put fertilizer on dirt. Is that what you did? No. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit more courageous than that, Robert. Yeah, go on. 
I didn't even get the fertilizer on the <laughs> What did you do? Well, I looked at the, I put the bag of fertilizer on the table on the <laughs> in the September. You one of those guys. And last night, the being the 8th of October, I looked and there's the two and a half kilos of yeah, Yates there it is, lawn fertilizer still there with two paintbrushes. <laughs> Cuz I went another day because I was going to do some painting as well. Still wrapped up. Did you know 70% of plants come home from the nursery never leave the pot that they were bought in? Is that right? Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Is that right? They just get put down oh. on the front step with great intention. And then they just, good morning, curse my wife. <laughs> and they're expensive too, some of those plants, aren't they? But fertilizer keeps at least. Yeah, it does. And I, God, I had great intentions. Yeah. And every day it was going to be, go on, just get out there. You know what? I was, I was going to aerate the soil first. I was going to aerate the concrete <laughs> the bit first with a digging fork. No, you know what they say? If you do it with a digging fork, you just simply compact the earth around yeah. the digging no, fork. No, but the digging fork with prongs. Yeah, it puts holes in the ground. Yeah, yeah. But you're packing the dirt into the ground, oh, so you're right, not glad really I didn't aerating do it, then. it. You need to get one of those corers. That was the digging fork that I bought in the last break. <laughs> You're lucky, though. You're lucky because this Christmas, when you think it's time to fertilise the grass, you'll feel like you're doing it for free. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Patty and Rob Palmer. The podcast. Good times on the greatest hits, 107.7 Triple M. This is Breakfast with Paddy and Rob Palmer. Paddy's away crook. He'll be back tomorrow, I'm sure. But we did say that about him two days ago and he's still not here. But he is crook. Bless him. We hope he gets well. Right now, we are in for a treat because we have got a couple of girls from the Central Coast who have done massive things around mm. the world. Uh, this is a little sample of something that is dropping today. You asked if I loved you at 5 p.m., but I only make sense four hours a day. So I mumbled and stumbled to hesitate. Say, of course I do. Three seconds too late. That? Storm Like Me, yes. and that has come from a band called Little Quirks. We have got, luckily enough today, Abby and Mia from Little Quirks with us on the phone. Abby, how are you guys this morning? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Oh, going all right. Now, listen, the, your band is different to most bands because it's all part of the same family. Is that right? That's right. So we have my my little sister is the drummer, and then we've got my two cousins on bass and mandolin and the other lead singer and then we have the one non-family member on electric guitar there you oh, go okay outcast is that the one that <laughs> yeah, they, the they get put at the back of the bus each time you guys are... <laughs> so yeah yeah that's what we tell him so mia joins us as well this morning yep. uh the younger sister as abby mentioned drummer and backing vocalist <laughs> mia uh tell us a little bit now you guys are based in uh, a certain suburb that we have a bit of a connection with on the show one uh Paddy Gerard is our co-host, who's not here today. He's out of Narara. He's you guys are Narara. also. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're in Narara, all right. <laughs> That's amazing. Something good coming out of Narara. I love it. You guys are fantastic. <laughs> I, um, uh, you haven't played on Paddy Gerard's carport roof at all, have you? Or just checking for a friend? No, yeah. we haven't. No, no, that's a no. I yes, I try to. That's right. Okay, fair enough. You and Ian Moss share something in common then. Yes, now, listen, guys, how, what started this for you two, and how is it playing with a family, Mia? Um, so we kind of like grew up um, all playing instruments and stuff from our dads. Um, they're very musical, so we just kind of, you know, they 
taught us. My dad taught me drums and we kind of all just started off as busking and along Terrigal and um, like farmer's markets and stuff in Yamina and we did that for years, just um, the three girls. And yeah, then we just started to write our own songs and um, wanted to start playing festivals and stuff. So yeah. But you guys have gone a lot further than just playing on the side of the road. You've now signed uh, a record deal. Yes, we have with um, ABC in Australia and Glassnow in New York. So that's pretty cool because Mumford & Sons are also signed to that same label. Yes, oh, yeah. and we love Mumford & Sons so much. So do we. Yeah, I love Mumford & Sons. <sighs> Don't we all? Abby, so uh, as far as other acts are going, you've been touring. Where have you, where have you toured recently and who have you been playing with? Yeah, well, we actually just got back from a very big international tour and we were in Europe and the UK and Canada and it was just amazing. It was so, so good. And um, we were supporting the Teskey Brothers from Australia um, Mm. in in Canada and it was just such an amazing tour and such a good experience and I'm jam-packed. We we came back and slept for a week, but it was amazing. I'll bet, Mia, who's the worst tourist? Is your sister, Abby, like, is she grumpy in the mornings? (laughs) You know what? Yes, and also, <laughs> um, but Jamie, our our cousin, could be worse. She oh. just can't open. Her oh, eyes. she's calling us out. <laughs> oh, is she with you now? <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Fair enough. Hey, listen, we don't have to travel to Europe or the US to see you guys because you're doing something on the Central Coast. Tell us about that. We are. We're playing a show um, tomorrow night at the entrance. It's called Reclaim the Night. Yep. Um, and it's a, an awesome cause. It's for domestic violence for women and children. Um, and it will be such a fun show and it will be, um, a, it'll be a really, really good night. It looks like a great event. Oh, you guys are legends, local heroes. Let's have another little listen to Storm Like Me. Coming out today. 5pm, but only makes sense Four hours a day So I mumbled and stumbled to hesitate Say, of course I do Three seconds too late Oh, that along with your song crumbled, that which has had almost five million streams on Spotify. We wish you guys every success. Coast, get behind them. Little quirks tomorrow night at the entrance Memorial Park. Abby and Mia, it's been a real pleasure talking to you both. Please get in touch with us again soon. Oh, thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for having us. Patty and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Yes, roll the music, Rob. Morning, Zach. What have you got for us? Yes. So, Antiques Roadshow. Yeah, you know, the classic show of where you bring something on and you think it might be worth more than what it is. I know it. Well, an el- elderly couple who sold an African face mask for $158. Hang on. Right? Yep. So they sold their mask. They, they sold had. it to some keen-eyed observer. Yes. Yeah. They're now suing the art dealer after it went on to be sold for millions. Hang All on. Right? So a dealer's come to their house and gone, a hey, nice mask. I'll give you 150 bucks. And they said, oh, you beauty. He's when he's gone. Can you on, do that? I don't think you can do that. Well, I don't know. Clearly, he, they're taking him to court. Uh, the unnamed pair from France, they were clearing out a property in 2021, decided to sell the quirky mask to a local dealer. September that year, they sold it for $158 to a guy known as Mr. Z. Very, uh, very <laughs> Mr. Z. Oh, come on. Was he wearing a mask? He, <laughs> he, sold he had it, a sword? He sold it for $4.4 million oh, after Mr. buying Z. it for $158. Bucks. Mr. Z. He has seen outrageous. a couple that didn't know what they had and said, you beauty, I'm taking that. $4.4 4 he got for it. And now they're suing him for all the money. 
I wonder if they'll win. Do you I reckon they'll too. have a case in court? I would too. I'd be filthy. Mr. Oh. Z, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> what do you got for us, Robbers? Uh, right. Here we go. There we go. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, this brings it. me back to my uh, childhood. Dubai. The tank engine. <laughs> That's right. Dubai is working on a new train. And if you suffer claustrophobia or fear of deep water, this may not be the ride for you. Oh, goodness. This train is down and deep in the ocean with a view of marine life as you travel high speeds to your destination. It's been proposed as a new option for travellers to go between Dubai and the city of Mumbai in India. India? Can you imagine (laughs) what could go wrong there? I mean, isn't there a tunnel? There's one similar in England, isn't there, that goes across? How many miles are there in a, a kilometres in a mile? Like, it's a fair few. Anyway, there's 1,200 mile journeys. That's 2,000 k's, isn't it? Yeah, roughly, yeah. Jeez, 2,000 k's under the ocean. Oh, it's going to be... Oh, here we go. Carrier for water and oil as well. Oh, that, that kind of makes more sense. No problems. I've got some issues with a train that travels underwater at uh, 600 to 1,000 kilometres an hour. Oh, yeah. It's got all the recipe for... <laughs> you wouldn't really get a good look at the sharks, would you? <laughs> <laughs> There's one. I've seen it's another all, one. It's all flying, <laughs> flying past, isn't it? Paddy and Rob Palmer. The podcast. And it was on the 1st of October that officially marked the... Start of the 2023-24 bushfire season, which includes Greater Sydney, Central Coast, Illawarra and Central West, which the following, you know, follows weeks of unseasonably warm weather. Like we got up to 35, 36 some parts oh, mad. Uh, last and week. It's just an ominous feeling, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, just know. Yeah, anyone that's been for a bushwalk recently, you just, you can see how dry everything is and... There is so much fuel there that we've just got to be so careful. To find out more, we've got the district manager from the Rural Fire Service on the Central Coast, Superintendent Vicky Campbell. She joins us this morning. Good morning, Vicky. Hi, Vicky. Good morning, Paddy and Rob. How are you going? Yeah, not too bad. We've got to prepare ourselves for a wild summer, Vic, don't we? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Look, uh, you know, the weather has definitely changed from the uh, wet seasons we've had of recent years and, uh, yeah, it's certainly cracking up to be a very dry, very warm summer and, uh, yep. Yeah, now more than ever, uh, really important, obviously, for not only people that live in bushfire-prone areas to be prepared, prepare their properties, prepare their families, but obviously for us as the Rural Fire Service, we've certainly been ramping up, uh, increasing our training, increasing our membership, and uh, we've even had quite a few fires just in the last couple of weeks that have required you know, fairly significant coordinated effort, which is early in the fire season for those sort of fires to be cracking off. Yeah. How prepared is the Rural Fire Service for you know, what is to be considered a a really strong fire season? Yeah, look, there's there's a range of things, obviously, that we're doing as far as our preparation. Um, We have obviously, uh, as I mentioned, increased our training and our membership base. We've also been doing a fair bit in our community engagement space to um, engage with our local communities, particularly those in bushfire-prone areas. And obviously, we have standard arrangements in place. As the fire weather escalates, then we have escalating levels of stand-up of our uh, of our resources locally. So we've already had a few days already where we've been in extreme fire danger. We've already seen those resources having to stand up and that extra level of, of capability engaged. Now, Vic, fires near me, we've got that app. Does the Royal Rural Fire Service, do they have an app as well? Yeah, so the fires near me is where all our information goes. It's a, it's actually called hazards near me, and within hazards near me is obviously fires near me. Right, uh, and and that is one of the um, main channels where we put out information about our bushfires. There's also the Rural Fire Service website, and we also have a bushfire information line, which is a phone number. 
because uh, we certainly have areas of our district actually that are in bushfire prone areas that the reception uh, for mobile coverage is not all that great. So we provide a range of areas where people can ring to get the latest update as far as fires. But certainly the Hazards Near Me application is one of the most popular ones. It's really easy to use, um, tells you really quickly where the fires are, what the hazard, what the alert rating is associated with them. And obviously you can set yourself up a watch zone. So if you want, you can put your home address or wherever it is that you're concerned about and set up a watch zone and it'll automatically notify you if any fires kick off within that watch zone. That's brilliant. So I guess as part of developing your own fire plan, which is essential for everyone, put that uh, watch zone onto your Hazards Near Me app. And uh, is there any other like main tips that you would give people preparing for fires? Because they can start anywhere. Yeah, they can, certainly. And we say not only if you live, but if you live, work or travel through bushfire prone areas. And as you know, we've got lots of beautiful bushland here on the central coast. Um, so there'll be some time where pretty much everyone is in that situation where they're either travelling through or, or if you don't live or you work in those sort of areas. There's a number of things, obviously. Um, staying up to date and knowing what to do uh, when a fire starts is, is one important thing. But there's also about preparing your property uh, and making sure that uh, you've got everything ready to go, making sure you have those discussions with your family, with your friends, with your loved ones about what you are going to do, where you're going to go, what are you going to take and who are you going to tell. And importantly also is that neighbourhood relationship sort of thing. So, um, you know, if you know that the person next door doesn't have as much connectivity as you or, or has a lot more to do as far as, you know, evacuating if they need to get out, to be in touch with them and to help each other uh, and to spread the word and look after each other. But yeah. it's also then important to know the bushfire ratings because the bushfire ratings give you an indication that if a fire starts on that day, how severe it potentially can be. So obviously there's four ratings and you should have sort of a, um, a levelled response to each of those ratings about what you're going to do. Yeah, because uh, we have to prepare ourselves because it's going to be a long, hot summer. Yeah, Vic, great information, yeah. Vicky. Thanks, Vicky. Thank you very much. Yep, no worries. Vicky, who is Vicky Campbell, who is the District Manager, Central Coast Rural Fire Service. Patty and Rob Palmer, the podcast. We are now here to give away Def Leppard tickets and Motley Crue. Yes, you cannot we've... forget Motley Crue. They're there as well. They're oh, mate, there. Motley Crue, just go off. Anyway, we've asked you to give us a call on one triple three five three in order to get the tickets and tell us... Uh-oh, what have I just done there? Oh, I've just pressed the wrong thing. <laughs> Gave someone a 60-second time clock. Yeah, let's that not was, press that. That was the wrong mouse. Okay, here we go. Um, yeah, look, at what you've overspent on. You yeah. overspent on your toothbrush, $170, you fool. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, maybe, maybe. I once was in the shop balking at spending 5 to $6 a kilo on bananas. I said to the lady, geez, these bananas are expensive. She said, that's nothing. A woman just came in and spent $100 on berries. A hundred dollars. They were ten bucks a pun. It was one of those fruit stores, and out of season. You buy blueberries or, or raspberries out of season, and you are paying through the nose. Hundred bucks for a pavlova. Give me a break. Anyway, <laughs> we have got Dave from Empire Bay. Dave, what did you overspend on? Uh, a caravan, mate. Oh, come on, How tell much? me. Seventy-five thousand. Oh, jeez, oh. Dave. They don't miss you with caravans. They, I swear, I see them, and they are so oh. expensive. Did that have a yeah. bidet in it? Yeah, it's got a toilet. No, that's got a bit day. <laughs> no, right, fair yeah. enough. But but it's cost us only a hundred thousand with all the extras we had to get to the the, the uh, car and uh, dramas. Mate, a hundred k. Oh, you yeah. you you're qualified. You're in the draw, yep. Dave. A hundred thousand on a caravan. Um, Rach from Niagara Park. G'day, Rach. G'day. How are you doing? Oh, what'd you spend on? Vases. Vases. On what? Yeah. Va- like. I- I have 85 vases, and I actually got only got 
three more delivered yesterday. Eighty-five oh, vases. Right. Do you have cats? Yeah. Do you have cats as well? No. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. How, so, so the two don't go together. How do you fit eighty-five vases in a house? Well, I've got big cabinets that I've brought as well. I probably overspent on them as well, but it's all secondhand as well. Wow. So it's yeah. yeah. Do you go to Antique Roadshow and try and pick up bargains? <laughs> I I always go to Vinnie's and try and get a really expensive one, but yeah, no luck so far. Oh my goodness. All right, the Ming Indian rubber vase. That yeah. was of um, the man with two yes. brains, the rubber vase that bounces off the floor. <laughs> yes, that put uh, you in the draw, Rach. All right, you are in the draw, Rach, from Niagara Park. Uh, Tanya from Kingcumber. Hi, Tan. Hello. Hi. What did you overspend on, Tanya? Well, I took um, a dog to a vet once anyway. It had a cough Mm. (laughs) anyway. And um, they gave me a bottle of, have you ever heard of Brondicon? No. No. It's a cough mixture. A human can have it as well. So anyway, so it was like nearly $40 for the Brondicon. And I took it home and I said to my husband, you know, oh, this is uh, meant to be the bee's knees for, you know, and he had a look at the price and he's laughing his head off. And I said, what? He said, oh, you can get that for like $8. Oh, oh, you've, you, oh you buy anything from <laughs> the vet, Tanya, they and you know, <laughs> you know, you walk in there and it costs you 200 That's madness. Hey, there was nothing like this dog, though. This dog was my world, and I didn't care. And I looked at the price when I got home, thinking, "Oh, yeah, that was a little bit expensive, you know." Well, Tan, and we course. do, we do anything for our animals, Tanya. You are a legend. Your dog thinks so, at least. <laughs> now let's get these drawers in. You're in with the draw, Tanya. We've got to pull out the names. Yeah, grab that, Rob. The there names. you go. Right. Yeah. All right. There's the draw. Who is it? Rachel from Niagara Park. Rachel from Niagara Park. You've won yourself way through to Motley Crue and Def Leppard. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Thank you so much. You got someone in the car with you? Oh, is that? It is. It's Poppy from yesterday. Oh, Poppy's in the car again. Oh, Poppy. Poppy's in the car with Rachel. I hope you're feeling better, Poppy. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, there she oh, is, Poppy. I'll tell you what, I love the sound of excitement. That is fantastic. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Paddy Gerard is off sick today. And hang on, Zachy. Yes. I'm just going to talk to you because producer Zach and I have been running the show this morning for anyone that hasn't been with us. Mm. Um, I'm just going to, hang on. Yes. just going to pull the... Oh, what's, what's that? It's the cone of... It's the cone of silence, Zach. You, have you been in the cone of silence no, before? it's squeezing it's just, here. <laughs> it's quite tight. Yeah. Start your, gee, your breath smells nice. Yeah, thanks. I just broke Anyway, do you really think he's sick? Because I, I got a text this morning. Uh, well, it's actually last night. We both got the same text. And it said, my throat is horrendous. I love the use of the word horrendously mm. sore. Yes. Uh, I won't be in tomorrow. It's quite a strong word, isn't it? Anyway, no, let's just get out of this. Okay, it's yeah. getting steamy in here. It is. <laughs> So anyway, Paddy's, yeah, Paddy's, Paddy's off sick. sick. Yeah. Poor guy. I feel bad for him. He's really got a horrendously sore throat. <laughs> That's what we've heard. Mm. Um, so anyone sees him at the beach today, please send a picture to triple m.com.au. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast.
Well, this is a part of the show we love very much. It's called Unplugged. It's where local bands around the Central Coast get in touch with us. Triple M.com.au. Let us know about themselves, what they're doing, and then we get them in on air to play something from the 80s because it is awesome 80s on Triple M today. We have got lead singer of Sun Soli, formerly the Sea Gypsies, and it's Luke. G'day, mate. Hi, Rob. How you doing? All right. Thank you. You guys are knocking it around. Tell us a bit about the band. Um, we're just a five-piece band from the Central Coast. Um, been touring for a, a few years now. Um, we're on tour at the moment. We've uh, got some shows coming up in Queensland, left Sydney, and then uh, the homecoming show at uh, Drifter's Wharf, November 25. Drifter's Wharf, what a venue. We love it there, Triple M. Yeah, yeah. looking so, forward to it. So you're playing 7 o'clock. So you've got some uh, other talent coming with you to that yeah, show. Yeah, we've got Tyrants and Tiali, uh, some local Central Coast supports. That's lovely. Um, yeah, and we're really looking forward. That's the homecoming show of the those tour. tickets are selling fast too. How do they get tickets to the, that event if they want to? Uh, just on socials. Yep. Yep. Lovely. On our website. So how long have you guys been together? Uh, I think the band's been going for about eight years. We've been the name Gypsies before. We chopped and changed members and um, now Sun Soli's been going for probably six months. What makes you change names? Um, just a bit of a new reamp, I suppose. It's been a, you know, after a few different members come and go, uh, we've thought to change it and we've had some other... Uh, Found a new identity. You have stripped off the gypsy and you are now Super Sun Soli. I like it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, you guys, whereabouts on the Central Coast are you? Uh, I'm at Budjoy. The boys are all spread out from Avoca. One's at Newcastle. Um, yeah, so all around. How, how do you all know each other? It was just like you all session musicians that got together or did you go to school together? No, well, I only started music at 18, I think. So I started really late. They're all um, their music teachers through friends of friends and uh, met Joe at a at a gig once in another band and had a beer with him afterwards and they ended up breaking up. So he come with me and then I rang another mate, play guitar. He said, me mate Dan can play lead. So he jumped on. It's wow. funny how it works. He knows him and then she knows her and then it all, all of a sudden you become a band. Exactly. And um, you're, but you're not just a musician, are you, mate? What's your background? I'm a plumber by trade, actually. So you little need, ripper. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to. Have a chat about, I know you're a carpenter, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it's nothing like a tradesman on stage, I say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know how to dance? <laughs> we could enter you in a competition. Mate, you guys, speaking of competitions, you guys are giving away something pretty awesome. Yeah, we're giving away an Aloha surf bo- uh, surfboard with Beach and Surf. Um, so if you want a chance of winning that, we're also giving away some merch prize packs and two VIP tickets to Drifters. That, so I just head wow. to our socials. You'll see the surfboard and like, tag, and share to win. That is so good. And you are doing the after party at the Tubular Festival coming yeah. up in November in Gosford. Yeah, that's a really good thing for Central Coast. Ten days of, you know, music, art, and lots of – check it out, tubularfestival.com, I think it is. Um, and we'll be the after party for that. So massive um, shout-out for them for getting us involved in their program. Oh, Lukey, of Sun Soli, you dead set legend. I love a plumber in a musician's suit. <laughs> and good luck at Drifters on 25th of November, 7 p.m. What are you going to play for us this morning for our Unplugged? I'm uh, going to play a bit of Bruce Springsteen, a bit of the boss. Yeah! What is it? Dancing in the Dark. Bring it in! Get up in the evening Cause then I ain't got nothing to say Come on in the morning Cause I go to bed feeling the same way I'm nothing but tired Cause I'm just tired and boring myself Hey baby 
As I could use just a little help You can't start a fire You can't start a fire without a spark And this gun's for hire Cause even if we're just dancing in the dark He's getting clearer Radio's on and I'm moving around the place I check my look in the mirror Wanna change my cold, my hair, my face Man, I ain't getting nowhere Cause I'm just living in a dome like this There's something happening somewhere Come on, baby, I just know that there is You can't start a fire Start a fire without a spark And this gun's for hire Cause even if we're just dancing in the dark You sit around getting older There's a joke somewhere and it's on me Shoulders, come on, baby, laughs on me. Stay in the streets of this town. They'll be calling you up for rides. Say, gotta stay hungry. Say, baby, I'm just about starving tonight. I'm dying for some action. Cause I'm sitting around trying to write this book. I need a little reaction. Just give me one look You can't start a fire Sitting around Crying over broken heart This gun's for hire Cause even if we're just dancing in the dark Can't start a fire What about your little world falling apart This gun's for hire Cause even if we're just dancing in the dark Patty and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Subscribe now and you'll never miss an episode.